Hello guys, welcome to Talk Holic Mysterious Podcast. Did I sound like a robot? <laughs> okay, that was in my intro, but I just wanted to communicate. So how are you guys? If you listen to this during the day, hope your day is going fine. If you listen to this at night, hope you had a wonderful day. And if you listen to this in the morning, I wish you a blessed and amazing day ahead. <clears throat> so I'm home now, right? Okay. And we're on vacation. As much as I hate coming home during vacation, I just have to because this is really long. We've been on vacation since January and we're not resuming until mid-April. Sushi, right? It's painful. Um, I just have to live with it. Well, when you hear me talking like this, you might think maybe she's facing some problems at home. That's why she doesn't like going home. Or maybe she, her parents are. No, stop it. You face that thought from your head. My house is a home, a beautiful one. And I have amazing parents. Quite understanding, no, we're not so perfect though, but the, we're good. Thank God. But what actually pisses me off my environment so today I'm not I'm not trying to be selfish but I just had to talk about my environment because I was just sitting down and thinking what kind of what kind of topic like if these people they what kind of thing do they want to listen to today well it just came to my head and boom talk about where you're coming from your environment you know and then this could be a big break for them they could get help well that's another aim of the podcast right so today i am going to be talking about my environment here in nigeria lagos state to be precise ridiculous city i jeremy followed the local government and well, it's all of the Abapa Tenkampot. So, by the mention of that, y'all should know what is coming big time for y'all. So, I just want y'all to sit back, you know, calm down, chillax, swallow chill pills. You don't even need to swallow chill pills at all. Grab your earphones, as usual, and listen to me as I rant or talk, whatever you may call it. About my environment. Okay? Okay, so guys, based on my environment, right? First of all, I like to say something, and you might be hearing some funny noises at the background. Well, this is as a result of the place I find myself, you know. I can't seem to record a very silent and noise-free podcast. Aside from this of the fan, because of the heat, you might be hearing children's voices or something hitting against each other, metals, because my house is closer to one street at the back, and then there's a miniature school. Okay, I'm not going to miniature school, so I'm sorry for that, but there's a school. 
like a small school basically they rented an apartment it was their house and they turned it to a school and rented another one and the house and turned it to another school so i think they're from baby class baby finance class so i think they're from um, the kindergarten to maybe basic six or five i don't know so basically you can never get a quiet an extremely quiet environment in my house no this is not possible at all So what actually prompted me to do this podcast is because I was really frustrated. I can't go out today. I can't step outside of that gate because, okay, it rained overnight and the entire street is flooded and it has extended to my house. Luckily for me, the water is drying up little by little and I can still match the ground, but I can't go outside. Because I can't stick my leg inside the dead water. So I'll be posting the video off the water on my Instagram page. So this is me saying this. Like, I will also post pictures from back then when it was still, the streets were still okay. You know, I can't go outside so I can't record how big the water is. You know, but I'll show you when it's a bit dried up that I can go outside. So I've been living here for like almost all my life. Aside from when I go on holidays, you know, vacations, maybe grandma's place, my aunt's place. It's quite different though when I actually traveled out and to Republic of Guinea for a course. And, sorry, don't mind me. So like I was saying, I've been living here like, for like all my life. Yeah, basically all my life. And um, as I grew up, it deteriorated you know and back then it was very notorious although now it is a little bit lesser it is not really notorious as it used to be but okay here is it i live in lagos state right in nigeria we're in nigeria lagos state when in lagos state i live at ajibla city ajibla boundary which is also linked to olodia papa in campus and basically, Tinkan Port is the only port we have functioning in Nigeria. And of late, I think they're having problems. We have the Nigerian port authorities in this vicinity. Apapa generates billions of naira. You know, we have all, so many oil companies. Like, a lot of things are going on here. This is like the base of Lagos. But basically, the government have decided to ignore this place. I don't know why. Despite the fact that this particular place generates more money for them than any other area in Nigeria. Basically in Nigeria, not even in Lagos, in Nigeria. So, we don't have good roads. We have very terrible roads. To the point that at this time we have to set big tires you know condemned big tires arrange big stones into them so that we'll be able to match on because the entire street is flooded that is my i'm talking about my street i'm not talking about other streets now which is majority for some it is the same thing i wish i'll try as much as possible to you know to take more videos as i'm walking across the streets and everywhere 
so you guys can come and can see what some people face you know and you know formerly when i wanted to go out maybe i'm going to um my grandma's place at um yalopaja i just go to coconut bus stop and get the bus right but before i grew old like to get matured and my brain formed and all when i was still a child my mom told me that once you come out of our house like our gates you will get buses like this road was formerly a motorable road like it was good and we had good drainage system to a fault you know and she said when she said that i was really pained because then she even said she didn't even need to go to the market because people hawkers they this this was like a business my my streets was like a business avenue for them not talk of the entire papa in general so formerly this was like a small london where i stay was like a small london compared to the ghettos itself the slums of the slums in ajigle boundary side but we are just like a roundabout around each other several contractors have been given this job to fix not only my road and some other roads in apapa but instead okoje they embezzled the money and nothing was done i could remember vividly during fashela's tenure as a lagos state um, governor he fixed a particular road and now i'm i'm going to eat, i need to show you that video wilma crescent road and that road it is nothing like it is you can never believe that that road was done during his tenure never i think his first yes his first tenure you would never believe if you were told you deny and to the point that you know people don't really pass the street anymore and literally everywhere is littered like you see lilons everywhere the local government have basically done nothing like nothing the chairman nothing no street chairman nothing there are no landlords meeting anymore you know and let's just strike out our local government there's no government there there is they're just there for nothing this is they camouflage they just receive money for doing nothing basically i am saying this because i am pained for the fact that every time my school is on vacation because i stay in the school hostel i cannot stay there you know i can't stay there all the time like at the point in time i'll have to be chased out of my school hostel because we we'll have to resume a new session you know bid at come back home the thought of coming back home is quite draining that as much as possible i try to stay away from this place even little holidays when my mates would leave me behind in school and come home i cannot come home because i know this is what i'm coming to face now these trailers these tankers tra- tankers uh yeah the old tankers for tankers these are tankers yes and the containers the trailers they have gone to the point of lining up and entering into every street and they cause deaths like you know when you normally formerly before when you hear a trailer man ah wait trailer killed somebody this is something heavy but now it's like a normal thing like people die of these things every day now like basically almost every day we have we hear ah the trailer was going you know the bike man there was no road that's how the trailer this was not uh, clicked he, he fell down on him he died he squashed the brain came out. we had we've had a pregnant woman for goodness sake died one day because of this thing i am pained i am very pained right now like this is me expressing myself
And then <laughs> we've this place is now like a dump site. Despite the fact that we generate so much money for the government, they are not doing nothing about it. You get? And I am it is so unbelievable that because I want to get to my two, which is not up to ten minutes when the road is when the road was terrible. I have to go through series of corners of streets because I cannot follow coconut anymore. The entire trailer I've blocked everywhere. Even when I follow trailers are in every goddamn street we need to follow. We have to be... My goodness. Like, even narrow streets, closes, we have to follow them because there is no road anymore. The containers and the tankers and everything have taken over. I went to withdraw from the bank, I think, two days ago. And this tanker fell down. I was so glad it didn't fall on anybody. Like, it fell. It fell to the side. Normally, maybe the head would be standing and maybe the tanker or the trailer would just shift. It fell down. And the entire diesel in it came out. And I saw those, the malams around there. They were using foam to squeeze out, you know, the oil. Yes, the oil is denser, so it would stay up and the water would be down because everywhere was flooding and all. And they were using foam to squeeze out the diesel and pour it inside the bucket and pour it inside somewhere in gallons. I was... I wish I had took pictures of this thing. I promise you guys that I'd, I will always take pictures of these places. And despite the fact that my phone isn't good that much. And post it. And so that people will see how barbaric and wicked the government we have are. Like, they basically don't care since it doesn't affect them or their family members. They, basi- they don't care at all. My daddy works at VI. He has to leave. He has to wake up as early as 4 o'clock. Leave for the office. Make sure he gets to the office as latest six. I'm not even. Talk- I'm not talking about the VI hold up, which is not really much these days. When, when in early in the morning, I'm not saying these days. Early in the morning, before he comes out of this ajigula papa, before he is able to squeeze himself out of the tankers and every place that he blocked, he spends not less than an hour. It's not more sometimes. That's that's five o'clock in the morning, though. Know? Like five o'clock, six in the morning. And when he's coming back home, he's not he's not coming back later than if he comes back home maybe five, then probably he left the office one. Also, yeah, he left quite early. And now, if he now leaves, decides to wait and leave at the normal closing hour, he comes back home ten eleven. Yesterday, he couldn't come home. Most times, he even has to sleep at the office because he cannot come home. Can you imagine? Can you, like, imagine what people have to go through every day because they are going to work, looking for sources for a life, means of livelihood? And then we see these stupid senators, these stupid lawmakers in the House of Assembly, in the Senate, they are collecting wardrobe allowances, kitchen allowances, kiniko allowances. Are they mad? What work are they doing? What job are they doing? Basically nothing. Most of them just come to meeting and sleep. Every time I look at the news, I am so depressed because I don't know what the upcoming generation would meet. And the next available flight, next available visa, everybody's grabbing because everybody needs to run out of Nigeria before it crumbles down on our heads. We are, we accept, we, 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 we were slaves, right, right, in the colonial era. But then it was better. 
should go back to being slaves now. But during the days of Nabiazi Kiwe, things were bad. We're saying Nigeria go better, Nigeria go better. But it was better off. Now it is worse. It is worse. I can't believe I'm coming out from my house. I just want to get to Coconut. Or maybe I want to get to Wilma because my house is closer to Coconut bus stop. So I have to come out to Coconut, but I'm going to Wilma. Instead of me doing the long merry go round of going through Wilma Center or following my streets down to Wilma, I need to take a bike. Bike is not going to collect less than 200 naira from me, which was formerly 15 my thumb might not even collect 15 naira. Because usually when you think of the, rid- the ridiculous amount you want to give the bike money, you be like, ah, the bike. Let me just check it. Every place is potholed. Like, you, the, like as if they had maybe, I don't know, an earthquake or something in that area. And it is so deep in because every time a trailer falls inside, it causes it to sink in more, you know. And before this things these containers are full are removed it takes hours like days what am i saying hours our days weeks and this this same area generates close to her billions of naira for these people every day when it was still appearing at papa now they've turned her papa to a dump site they've turned tinkan pot to a dump site they've turned everywhere it is now so messy. They were fixing one, I don't know, one road. So it's only bike men that can pass that place. It's only bike men that can actually bottle that, 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 that particular lane. And then, I don't even know what... The, it doesn't have head. There are solutions to this thing, but the greediness of our Lagos State government have refused them to go through that process. What happened to the ports in Portacot and in Orca? They could have basically just opened that. Then this trailers will be reduced or create an underground road for them for goodness sake people die every day because of these things to the point that i have to be going under a trailer because i want to get to the other side of the road the entire road is blocked i have to follow under the trailer it is so depressing when i have to come back home every every holiday every vacation to come and meet this and not only that the fear that the rainy season is about to start the gutters are filled the calan is blocked the gutters are blocked everywhere is blocked the house will soon be flooded and i cannot stay in school because basically school is not my home it's my okay it's my home my temporary home right and i can't stay there forever it's not possible the more we continue to ignore what we really, really need to talk about, the more these people get away with nonsense. They have blinded our eyes with irrelevant things, like things that are not of importance. And we, we, how will I say? We, we are carried away. We've misplaced priorities. Let me say something like, let me use that word. We've misplaced priorities. Where we should be focusing. The leaders have successfully divided our attention. We've digressed totally to something stupid. Take a case of this coronavirus, for example. I was watching the news when the health minister was fumbling, saying a lot of gibberish. Ah, we have measures, preventive measures intact. Why the fuck will you give people, sorry for using the effort, people that are coming from other countries that you know they are infected with coronavirus, you give them forms to sign. Are you crazy? When will you have time to sit down and go through those forms? What happened to using machines to test those people the moment they are landing? Before they come into the country, now you see we have about 22 or 23 cases. If Even if it's not confirmed, but... You see, this, you are risking an entire life. Lagos, we admit, is congested. There is no how we'll do that. It'll be... Please, 
there are so many opportunities in so many states, so many other states. Open up the open up the 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 the, the, the in other states to reduce these tankers in this place for goodness sake. I'm going somewhere that the road is straight. I have to go into, I have to go. To, okay, I'm going to maybe Oshodi. The bus I will enter from my zoo before I come out of this entire Ababa to go to my zoo. I'll still get to my zoo. They'll still go and follow one road like that and come out at five star before coming back. Following one road, coming back to say, ah, this is this is barbaric. I don't know what other name to call it, but it is it is depressing. It is annoying. So this is the first episode on what my environment looks like. And I promise I, there should be a follow-up on this when I'm at home, of course. There should be a follow-up on this. But I'm scared now that the rainy season is coming. The house is dilapidated already, quite all right. But we cannot fix it when the road is no good. Because who would love to come? People are already moving out of the streets. And they are making businesses worse for the business owners. My dad cannot bring his car home because he thinks he he has he knows he has to pass this deep water that he knows his car can go and stop there or hang there. We don't know what is beneath the water. It is just water and it is as deep as a river, I guess. Yes, as deep as a river. And this water is greenish in color. Spirogeras, plenty of them. And mosquitoes. We don't have good drinking water. The well water if we fetch is contaminated already. We use that to take our bath, but I can't use that. So that that's that's a minus for me. We have to go and buy water that we think it's clean. That uh, this is a hellhole. Should call it like that. I'm sorry, God, if I'm offending God or I'm offending anybody, but I am grateful that I have a roof over my head because there are some people out there who don't, but this is, it is, it is a disaster that as a giant of Africa, we are taking one step forward and we're taking 50 steps backward. At this junction, the people on our leadership seats I'm sorry to say, they might call it hate speech, but it's the truth. They are more, and give me a word better than useless. They are worthless. They are worthless. They are useless. They have no, they are just useless as being psychologists. Finish. They have no thing, nothing they're doing. They like, they're just stagnant. All they know is sit, come for meeting, sit, even sleep sometimes, and then. Collect their wardrobe allowances, kitchen allowances, billions and millions of naira for your salaries, for doing nothing. And at the end of the day, they still launder money. So I'm looking at a regular civil servant, right? He goes to work 9 to 5, assume, let's assume 9 to 5, every day, Monday to Friday. Saturdays and Sundays, sometimes he's being called. And then at the end of the day, they are paying 50,000 naira. Let's say his transportation fee is 20k, you know, 50k. His feeding fee, he will pay his children's school fees, he will get married, he will do this, he will do that out of 50k for goodness sake. Are you not heartless? This man toil morning and night, day and night, every week, every day of the week. 
but the money is going into the little selfish leader's pocket. Look at what happened to Sanusi Lamido Sanusi. Muhammad Sanusi II. It is glaring that whatever happened there was a conspiracy. And they have decided to use their power to suppress us. I thought they said we are running democracy. Democracy is by the people for the people. Then what is happening? We are like liberal slaves. That is what we are. Because it's obvious that the layman is working hard, tirelessly, tirelessly, only for the richer men to get richer. And the poor ones to get poor. Every day we have dropouts. Let's forget about the carelessness of their parents giving birth to excessive kids or maybe um the kid on the child's part that not being serious. We have poor educational system. I will tell you that out of the entire VCs we have in Nigeria, of every university and rectors of every polytechnic, out of 100%, about 95 of them have their kids studying abroad. What of us who don't have the privilege? Look at the senators. None not of their kids happen to school in Nigeria. Only Buhari, we heard of Buhari's own and that. A few other of them, but they are not much. Majority of them are studying abroad. She ori ori ebi what are they trying to insinuate? Why don't they make a law that everybody that works in the government, from the lowest arm of the government, their child or children or words to school in Nigeria? Then every teacher that teaches in a class, your child or ward will school in that school where you teach. Let me see how they will do well because they won't want a liability for a child. I see my parents struggle every day. Like I see if they are not doing anything. Like there's no response. They are just working like elephants and eating. Oh no, Majari. This is a terrible situation. This is bad. Okay? I can't go out now because my entire compound is filled with water. Because my street is... My street drainage is damaged. The entire dam- uh, uh, drainage system in Apapa, it is bad. The canal is blocked. The gutters... Even the gutters are managed to direct the water to the canal. It's also blocked. We have enough water. Eh? Coming this rainy season, that can cause flooding. Why don't you channel it to Onion Dam and create electricity using that water? Can't we for once stop thinking about what we stand to gain, what our private or personal pockets stand to gain and think about the masses? What is happening to... Have we all lost our conscience? So, um, guys... That was how they came one year like that. They were so glad. They started packing the gutters and all. We first thought it was an individual thing because now governments don't help us do that anymore. So we have to do that individually. And most times when they pack the gutters, so it is more like during the rainy season. At the end of the day, they leave it on the road. They don't pack it. And then it washes, the rain washes it back to the um, gutter. And then everything just, it's just messy. So that year, they came. The local government, all of them, they came here and they started doing one side of the water. We were so happy, we were glad. Finally, God has remembered us. So they did the 
coming from Yoma, it is the right hand side and coming from the corner to the left hand side. So they did the right hand side from uh, from where did they even start? From Wilma, Ido, down to um, Joshua Ribi, um Junction of my street. So, but it was when you, when you, when we later checked the work when they were done, we saw it was rubbish. All of a sudden, we didn't see them again. The workers, the the people in charge, nobody. So after a year, going to six months, a year and six months but not totally six months, they came back again. They now did the second side, which is our own side of the road. They, they did the yard, they were happy again. They were back, okay, this time around, maybe we should just hope on them. Probably they'll finish everything up and maybe they'll correct the mistakes they did the last time. They didn't correct any mistake. And two, they stopped at a particular house, which they didn't do well again. The second part, they didn't do well again. You get so you know in the process of fixing gutters they will break gutters and they, when they finally left they caused a lot of damage because when they finally when people when because we had, we ended up it was guys on the street that ended up removing the sticks the backhoe they used to hold the, the 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 concrete together and when they finally removed it it was still trash like the first one they did and they left and since then they've not come back again it's deteriorating already and now some very wicked people of a particular compound where they stopped broke their gutter. So whatever water they use in their houses that rushes into the gutter is coming outside of the gutter, entering the streets, and it is stagnant in front of our own house, whereby that water can never get dry or it can, ju- it can never reduce or get dry because they ever use water all the time. So whenever they use water, the gutter is overflowing to the streets, to the front of our house, to the gutter, the deep pothole there and then there is nowhere for it to go because some people just built a house ahead of us like i think five or six houses away from us and then when they were breaking the blocks and everything everything the sand was entering the gutter and they didn't pack it again the entire drainage is blocked the federal government are at fault and we the people are at fault but when you see people officials who are willing to do these things they do not want their daddy well they will cooperate that is just one thing this is like touche Number three. Even though them still are oil, Nigeria go survive. Our people go survive. Africa go survive. Nigeria go survive, oh, our people go survive. Do you remember that song? We have been suffering and smiling and surviving, like our father Fela said. It is coming when you finally push them to the wall and there is nowhere to go. And then we'll start a war within ourselves. What do you stand to gain? Every little change starts with you. us to remember in everything we do that there's what they call there's something they call karma and there's something they call future and remember you have kids so in everything you do think of the future 
the past and then the present. Think of the possible consequences your every action could cost. I remain your humble talk colleague, Mr. Coming to you live on Uncle Podcast. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to my rants. Thank you so much for listening to me pour everything all out. And you can kindly send your feedbacks either by sending a voice recording here on Anchor or you send me feedback to my email, which is iomediashele8, figure 8, at gmail.com. And my Instagram and Twitter handles are Talkholic Mistura. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I wish you have splendid March ending and a wonderful April to come. Jesus, mwah.